Welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, where today will be part two of our interview with Brother Bill Overy. Ladies and gentlemen, brethren all, welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, a casual conversation around Freemasonry. First, it's important to note that our opinions and thoughts are our own and do not reflect those of our Grand Lodge or respective craft or concordant bodies. Please connect with us and ask questions, either here on YouTube or on our Facebook page. We'd also appreciate a thumbs up and especially any comments on our videos. Tools Masonic Podcast. We'll be interviewing Brother Bill Overy, who's the on the Grand Lodge of British Columbia and the Yukon Education Committee. I'm very worshipful Brother Matt Apple down here in a Master Mason down in Washington, and are joined by one of our, our other two usual hosts. Uh, David's not available this evening, but we have a uh, Stephen worshipful Brother, excuse me, Stephen Chung, uh, who's up in British Columbia. And uh, Brother Bill, thank you very much for appearing again on our show uh, to discuss your legacy project. And, and so we were, um, uh, uh, when we left off our first episode there with you, Bill, we were talking about the mentorship program and um, the importance of it. And, you know, we, uh, I think it's important that we continue on uh, that. Um, tell us about, you know, how you decided what went into that program. Well, I, the thing was that I'd like to point out first is that you were talking about the, uh, say, the education officer, if he's running it, he's going to be in a burnout stage very easily. So what I did was I um, got it that the six steps part of the, of the program is done by one person. Normally somebody that is a good conversationalist and he looks after the six steps. When he gets to the last bit, he comes to me where I will help him with the um, actual um, program that I've already produced. But um, the uh, as well, we have um, other people that look after him. When it comes to the doing the ritual, for example, I don't look at that one. Somebody else looks after it. So there's about three or four of us in the lodge that are looking after the new men coming in. And they are the real ones that they're our future. We've got to look after them. And I find that some of them uh, don't know which way to go. So we've got people that are helpful to them. And the lodge takes part in looking after them, not an individual. And that's how I finished up with the, with the program. And that's the way it runs today. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, we at Prince Charles Lodge are a testament to how well it works. Um, our guys that were looking for the education component when they came in, they're very satisfied with the documents and papers that we've been able to give them as they went through their journey. And, uh, and now as they've completed their uh, journey to uh, being raised as a Master Mason, 
these extra documents that we're getting now are pretty cool for them to um, continue their learning. And I'm sure some of them are going to uh, um, uh, partake in that correspondence course once we let them know about it. Yeah. Well, that's it. That, the correspondence course is a part of the projects, and it's the only one that's not um, in the Freedom of Information Act. It's, it is under my copyright. <laughs> it's not mine to do it, but somebody else has handed it over to me. And But if any, anything happened to me, it would go straight to Dogwood Lodge and they'd carry it on. They know exactly what it's about. But that is a useful tool as it goes through the three degrees as you go up. Right. And, um, and now, so, so when you when you um, got this going in the lodge and, and, you know, how hard was it for you to find these three, four guys to help you out? And um, well, they were they were there. Yeah, I didn't have any problem whatsoever. You find that there's people that have got different like the person that trains them to do um, their ritual, especially if they're learning the. um the, 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 what do they call it? The prove up. Yeah, yeah, the prove up. <laughs> That's why I got it. I, I'm no good at that. But so I took <clears throat> the position of being the Masonic buddy. So oh. I don't kind of guide them on it. But if they got a problem, they can just phone me up or email me and I'm back onto them straight away. It's somebody that's there, but not there officially. So I'm the Masonic body, and I start sending out papers to them. Um, you'll see that in the projects, there's a, it's called um, um, projects, uh, bulletins from Bill Overy. And they're just little short letters that go out to them to keep them going. And uh, so that I find it, and we have somebody that does that. And uh, We all keep together. We're a team, but um, it's a good team, you know. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, that, that, only three or four. Yeah, that that was uh, um, that was the cool part. We found that once we did our first few guys through the program, yeah, they wanted to participate in the program and delivering the program to the next class, and yeah. so. Uh, well, they, they refer to it as a class, but, you know, for the next guys coming through. And so they got to become coaches and mentors themselves. And uh, I think that was so cool. And they learned a lot from it. Because mm -hmm. it, it was doing, doing that sort of attitude to, to them. And what I did, because when you've got this last year, uh, the last pro part of the, the, the program is when they're Master Masons. And yeah, no, year, no, no. They go out and they, yeah. And like about that, how's that? How's that one actually um, play out? Well, it just means that uh, if they've got a query, they come to me and I guide them. But I also make sure that everybody looks after them, and they they know it. When we get together, when we're at the start of the lodge meeting, I introduce them to them. They obviously know him. But there's a lot of difference between knowing him and somebody talking to him. So I make sure that all of the guys that are, are there are going through. They're all a, made a part of the lodge and they will meet friends and they'll sit with other people in the lodge 
when they become master masons. And that goes on for a year. And even if you think of the, the festive boards, they'll sit with them at the festive boards and they start to make friends with everybody a lot more than they would do when they're a fellow craft or even an entered apprentice. And this, I find, is a really way that they start to realize that they're, they're not somebody that's a, an oddball that's joined the lodge. They are the lodge. They are the people. It's like Grand Lodge, for example. You know, we are Grand Lodge. Grand Lodge is not something that's a separate part from us. And, uh, and that's what my letters to them the first one of the projects is, in fact, is letters I sent to these guys and they have it to read in the, it's in the uh, program for their mentoring program. And they learn that they, they go, go into a lodge and, you know, they were surprising when they got there. I, they didn't know where they could sit when they became a master mason. So it, I said, come with me and I'd sit with him somewhere totally different. I never sit in the chair where I normally are supposed to be. I'm looking after all the others. Well, and they like me. Yeah, I, I think that's great, you know, to have that Masonic buddy when you're coming through, um, yeah. that'll just, you know, has that ability to jump around and sit wherever he needs to, to, to make things happen. It's pretty cool. Um, and I think it's a, a, such an important role. Um, you know, we have... Uh, we do things in our lodge like we don't let somebody sit by themselves. And, and so whenever we see a, a visitor sitting by themselves, we ask somebody to go and sit with them, etc. cetera. And, and to have somebody just making those younger guys feel more comfortable and, and thereby confident in themselves yeah. uh, is also so important um, because I know that, uh, one of the big things that, that we had to that we found was we had to spend some time on teaching them how to execute their signs properly so that they, yeah. they, they felt like they uh, weren't standing out like the guy who didn't know how to do it right, you know? And, yeah. Well, uh, I do that. Right? <laughs> I'm the one that doesn't know how to do it right. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. So uh, it is very important. And, and your whole yeah. program, uh, you know, step by step all the way through it is very important. And, yeah. um, you know, I shared it with these guys that, that are down in the States there. So I'll bet you, you know, it'll, it'll find its way around down there. And eventually somebody down there is going to implement it uh, in Washington too. Well, there's, there was once in that the United Lodge, they've, they've got a copy already. Excellent. There's a lot of, um, uh, close bonding between it between all the lodges throughout the world right and a lot of this goes goes differently in ontario most of the lodges are canadian i never even knew till i came to abbotsford that there was such a thing <clears throat> as an ancient lodge you know i yeah. didn't know there was anything like women in the um the women's groups and the job's daughters and all that nothing like that really England, eh? they yeah even the shriners have only just got in in England. Oh, wow. Um, wow. They did, there was nothing. Yeah, it's amazing. Things that are different from different parts of the world, eh? You know, yeah. I, I think when that's... I, when I arrived... When I you... arrived in Montreal, and I had to have a board of trial, you know, so I, they do it in a brasserie, which is a great idea. You can sit over a beer and have your board of trial. 
And they said, well, have you got it? We answered all the questions. And they said, have you got any questions? I said, yeah. What's that G in your ring for, in your, in your Masonic ring? And this, there was a stone silence there was, and they thought, he doesn't know that. Well, in England, we don't have a, a G in their square and compasses. Oh, really? It's just not, yeah, it's just not there. In fact, not this, meet, not this meeting, not this one. The January one explains it all about the G in the ring. And the Americans had, they had it, and then they took it out. Then they put it back in again. But now the North American ones all have the G, and the English still don't have a G in it. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I, I'm going to look forward to uh, reading that one in January. Yeah. It's right. called the letter G. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. You know, like, uh, <clears throat> no, I think, I think that um, the continuing education for these guys coming through uh, definitely has a, a added value. Um, yeah. and, and more than anything, I think the bonds that are created um, at, with the different guys as they go through uh, plays an essential role in, in the uh, uh, bonds of brotherhood that they're going to experience as they continue on the journey. Um, and I think, yeah, it's, uh, it's incredible that somebody like yourself spent the time to do the program and, and put it all together. Um, and and use I, it. I'm thankful. Tell you what, the one thing that did happen, I was sending all of this paperwork out, the packages, and the one, the one that you got, and uh, I had, had a telegraph from a lodge. Uh, I know, I know the lodge, but never knew the guy. And he said, I'm a telegraph, and I'm getting bored because I've got nothing to do with this COVID-19. Um, uh, is there anything you can give me to read like you've been giving everybody else? So on December the 1st, we launch the product, the legacy to the craft for the fella craft. And it's got all the other, all the bits that they can't read out and they can have another section and two of them have got it now. They've been reading it. And he says, I, I haven't finished it yet, he said, but I'm only doing two papers a night. I've got to work. <laughs> but I've got one for the Felicraft now, and I'll be all launching that on December the 1st. So you'll get, I don't know if I've got your, I don't think I've got your email address, have I, Matthew? If I haven't, then I'd like to, could you send it to me? And yes, I'll sir, I certainly will. Yep, I, I definitely will. I'm, I was... Contemplating if I should ask you for the for everything. I guess it's all electronic, right? So you can you can send it out without any cost to yourself. I don't want to have to pay to mail it all to the states here. Well, I no, think I've already I, sent I you the whole program, buddy. The whole package. But if you some people can't use it, I shouldn't think that you're one if you're involved with this system. But um, if you wanted it in emails, you can have it. But the best way I use WeTransfer, and I put them all into WeTransfer. And you can, you've got seven days because um, I don't. I have a free copy. <laughs> but but when you seven when, days, you've got seven days from me when well, it arrives to empty it. Right, and then um, when you give me your email, any of the updates that he sends out, y'all get the update, right? So that's that's yeah. The I'll give you the updates then to all the papers since that. But there'll be another one out on the first of December. 
and um, then another one out in January. But if you send me your email tomorrow, you'll be, I'll put it straight into my package. Yes, sir. I'll send it out tonight. Thank you. Yeah. Do you want to discuss now this other group of projects? These are the awkward ones to discuss quickly, but I will do that. I'm going to go there quickly. These projects, I, I when, when I was with Abbotsford, I got involved with anything that I could that was interesting and I thought needed changing within the lodge. Okay, I think sometimes I got a bit aggressive <laughs> because I think thought thought there was. So the first thing that I did was the letters to a new brother. And there's um, one, two, three, six, six or seven. And these are the, the guys that are going through and they go in sitting lodge and they see this guy, see these rower guys with aprons and, and everything. This tells them what the aprons are. So who's going to be in lodge, where they sit, um, what the pillars and the columns mean, the jewels, the cuffs, and the Masonic etiquette, which I thought was something very important because they have to know what they're doing in lodge. What Grand Lodge does, because everybody thinks it's kind of second only to God. And it's not. It's it's a part of us. We're all a part of it. And the, the aprons that you're going to see in Lodge, all the different ones. And uh, and then charity, which because charity is a slightly different meaning. We all have our own personal charities, but charity itself as a Masonic level is a different sort of thing. So you get all of that. There's also a lecture, which is um, for the general public. <laughs> Well, I come from an area in Abbotsford where, um, let's say, we're not really accepted. <laughs> so I got the, the local library, who have all my books as well. They were happy to do a lecture for me. And I did this lecture on the thing, and it was surprising. I, we did it all, and then this is, it tells you how to go to the library or to anything, what to set up, how you can do the, the layout, that sort of thing. And uh, if you're interested in telling him, um, then he, the next one, we how to keep a record straight. Um, Abbotsford Lodge's building is uh, over 100 years old. It's all wood. And it's kind of, the chances of having a fire are pretty darn good. Electricity is always a bit iffy, you know. So I got all of the papers, everything, all the record that the lodge has got, and we transferred it into the local um, library. Library come the official library of um, the museum in Abbotsford. And they looked after it all professionally, dead simple. They could find documents that I asked for quicker than I could because they were professionals. So uh, that they're all safe now, all the old Bibles and all of that sort of thing. And um, there was a letter to a prospective cast name. This is a part of your... Um, six steps, a letter you're going to send. He explains it all to them. So I did that. And um, I put it into a PDF book that you can put on your tablet. And then most of them have got tablets, and I found that was a useful dodge. And uh, it's a similar form format to the lecture and everything, but it allows them to read through it. And this is for somebody prior to them becoming a even a um, a Freemason on the entered apprentice stage. They're that simple. It just explains what it's all about. 
I did the empty chair ceremony. I don't know if you know what that is. It's an American thing. You should be, Matthew, you should know what it is. It is a, um, for, to, for anybody that died, and I did it in our lodge, both for in the lodge and also outside the lodge for the general public, because a lot of the members wanted their wives to be in Ireland. So I had to have, have a, take a room in the museum, a lecture room, and we did it all in there. And we got the we we all invited all the um, the legion and all of those for it. And it, in fact, when I was with them, with the government, it was the girls. He put the guy brought him his secretary with them, and you know it was on Facebook before we left the building, <laughs> which is amazing. But we used the American program, and I joined it with one from Nova Scotia. So it's basically the same sort of concept. And we use somebody that died in our lodge um, at D-Day. So, uh, but you can you can do it to all the people that died in the town. But that's an interesting ceremony. But the ceremony and how to lay it out and all what you read it all all written down in each one. As I said, there's a PDF ebook, which pass it on. It involves the history of Freemasonry in the first part of the book. And it, go, it deals with it in the Canadian. But you, Matthew, could change it when it goes into the American side so that it could put it on the American part of it. And if you wanted help with that, I'd be very willing to help you with it. I'd be only too keen because it is in a PDF format. I don't know if you can get into the PDF format to change it, but um, I think you probably can. And anyway, and then at the end of that, it leaves it right the way through going into um, 1717 when became um, actually the grand and first grand lodge of England. And then there's it include going over Canada and eventually into BC because it was written specifically for these. And I put a few pictures of famous um, Freemasons. And of course, I use Canadian ones as well as the, the general ones. And the other one is what is Freemasonry? And there's no secrets. It's just the structure of Freemasonry as we know it. So it goes all through. Um, just explains it all to somebody that you were trying to explain it to. That is has come to you to say, look, I'd like to be a Mason. What's it all about? Well, you can give him a book now. It's as easy as that. Um, uh, another one was um, Solomon's Tracing Board, which is a Masonic Education Correspondence course. It's in three parts. It's in the Entered Apprentice, the Fellow Craft, and the Master Mason. It's useful to, uh, for us older members to what we've forgotten. So when I gave it to uh, most worshipful brother Bob Massine, I don't know if you know Bob Massine, he was a, a past grandmaster. He took it and he um, thought it should go to everybody in BC. Of course, nobody never got that far, but it's good. The course is free and you get ever such a flashy um, certificate when you do it. And uh, uh, I post that off to you, but it's all done on an email. And if you've got a problem, I've got a free phone so I can call you. So you could take it, Matthew. You've already got Americans that have taken it, and it's a useful tool to use with. It's an open book system you can't lose. 
And if memory well, serves me, if memory serves me correctly, Bill, um, you don't care where your uh, your your students come from in this correspondence course. So if if uh, Matthew and um, you know the other guys down there started spreading the word, and you started getting uh, people from all over the place, uh, that probably put a smile on your face, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you, Matthew, if you did it, you wouldn't be the first. I've done them, been for the for Danny in the States already. I've done them in England. I've done them with people that are coming backwards and forwards in Germany. So it's a useful thing, and I'm I'm happy to do it. It's it's a part of my life now, and and that's it. I might I might and, just do this uh, correspondence course just to uh, uh, say I've done it, and know what it is, so I can uh, recommend it better. Yeah, recommend. Yeah, and the other thing is. Um, the shortest time that anybody's taken to do it is one day. But it started at half past six in the morning and finished at half past nine. I, that killed me. Didn't it? <laughs> I'm, I'm just afraid that I won't know the answers. And having been oh. a past master and a past vice president and been a member for over 20 years, I should know the answers, right? No, because you're given a paper that explains it all. And all the answers are in the paper. You don't have to go to other books. Oh, and if you go through it and say, I can't remember that bit, you can pick the paper out and go, oh, that's what he meant. And you write it in again. You can't fail. All okay, right. some people <clears throat> do make mistakes, but we have a laugh about them. And when we phone up and I say, you really screwed that one up, didn't you? The most common one is, what's the name of um, King Solomon's uh, father? Well, of course, it was David. And the number that put King Solomon's wife in is amazing. But then that's it. And it takes you, the average guy can do it in a month easily. And, uh, but some take two or three months. And at the end of it, I'll give you a certificate and I'll post you it to you. Well, Wherever what, you are, what, what better things can you do with your COVID time than some correspondence course on masonry, right? Yeah. And, and of course, we're going to post your, your email for... Uh, people uh, to read in uh, links in our podcast postings and yeah. uh, and don't be surprised because we have we have pretty good uh, following and and you get some interest for that I, I hope so anyways well you say just to give you an idea for the entered apprentice there's four papers there's only 12 altogether that there's four the first one will take you 15 minutes to read the second one eight minutes to read the third one 14 minutes to read and the last one, which is about the origin of Freemason, 20 minutes to read. And then you can just write the answer down, send it to me. And if, you, if you've made a mistake, I'll be very happy to tell you. <laughs> and uh, the other one is famous Freemasons. And I've done that for, again, for the younger youngsters coming in. I've, I've done as far as the Freemasons in space, Robbie Burns, Paul Revere, St. John A. MacDonald, the McLaughlin brothers, and um, Joseph Guillotine, he's an interesting one anyway. Um, also, I did one on masonry on display. If you've got a, a lodge that wants to put a display onto the general public, it explains what I did and how I did it. Um, the, uh, the photographs are all um, useful. But I did things like uh, I had a one cabinet which had got all the Bibles. The, and they were... Uh, Words of the oh, good memory's terrible, isn't it? 
it explains all of the different um, religions. I got the Quran in there. I got the Torah. I got the, they couldn't get the, the Sikhs. The Sikhs have to put theirs to bed every night. And the, and the museum said, no way was it going to lift that off with a crane, give it to them, and then put it back the next morning. So they gave us some text that would work. And it did. We even had one. You're not drinking enough. <laughs> and uh, you want, we, I, I had one uh, little Sikh come up to me crying his eyes out because we'd put his words in the book. But it was great. We put all the dress uniform. Nothing in it was a spoil, but you can read it. I did one on Ashley College because a lot of people like to use that. Um, and I did an explanation of the ritual. So when you've done your entered apprentice uh, um, ritual and you're now an entered apprentice, it's a paper that tells you what you actually did. And it's all in simple language. And I've done that for the three, uh, the entered apprentice, the fellow craft and the master mason for the Canadian ritual and for the ancient ritual. Well, then in there's the a ancient book, ritual, a it, hmm? so in the ancient ritual, their prove up is basically their recap and it tells them what they actually did, right? Yeah, I know. You know, that, that's one of the cool things about the ancient work versus the Canadian work, right? Uh, yeah. Is, is the prove up. Mind you, everybody says they're fearful of joining an ancient lodge because the, the prove ups are so challenging and, and uh, long, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's about it. The other one is a um, bulletins that I send out to the new members, especially during this COVID. And even if it's not a COVID, it's a long time sometimes between um, the, when they go to each, through each stage. And uh, so I get bulletin that just, I look to where they come from. So the ones in that, that you get there, you'll probably find there's a lot about um, San Diego and America. There's a lot doubt for down in the other countries in South America because they're the people that I was aiming for. And the preparation for the candidate for his initiation, that's really a paper explaining it all to him again. So there they are. I send them, we transfer, and uh, it's all help yourself. And if you want to use any of them, the only one you can't use is the... Um, this, the King Solomon's um, tracing board, which is the correspondence course, that that's one is under property. So, Bill, uh, as we uh, are coming down to the time limit on our free version of Zoom here, um, we get uh, an opportunity for you to spread whatever good message you want uh, to all our listeners and followers that are going to see this episode online for years to come. What is it you want them to know? What message do you want the people? I want them to know that this is what I tried to do and how I tried to get the education, because I think it's very, very important. But it's not just the education. It's trying to tell them they, they should be enjoying going through the three degrees. They shouldn't have to have a worry about it. So I've tried to explain what they're likely to come up across. And it's nothing to be frightened of. And um, I think that is the most important thing, because these people that are coming through, they're our future. 
they're the next generation. Um, there might be a few like me that'll still be a master mason at the end of the day, but the, most of them will go through the chair because they live at one spot. As I explained, I don't exactly, I've never stayed anywhere long enough. In fact, we thought of selling the house and, uh, and living in a hotel, but we never stayed anywhere longer to do that. But that's what, that's the life that we led. And, but I enjoyed my masonry and I've met so many fascinating um, people. And with a lodge number 8,185, when I was going to join number one lodge in Calgary, in Alberta, they have a rule that the person with the highest mother lodge number does the festive board. Well, I hadn't got any choice. <laughs> Nobody was even approaching 8,000, and I was over 8,000, so guess who did the talk every time? Uh, but I couldn't even stay in uh, Talberta long enough, so they moved me on again. But then that was my life, and I did enjoy it. So the other thing is, as I said, is this, the package, this package is for master masons only. But I was asked by a fellow craft member, can you pass me something that will keep my interest going during this COVID? And I said, well, I'll do what I can. So as a gift for Christmas, this is going to be um, coming out early in December, the legacy for the craft, for the, for the fellow craft. And all the master masons stuff will be taken out and they can read it. They can see what they went through and um, it might help them when they go and have to do the proof up for the, um, for the photograph degree, you know. Um, so if you want that, just ask. And that's really all I've done. I want to, I'd, I'd hate to see it all be thrown away, all the papers disappear into somebody's <clears throat> de depth. I want people to use all of it. And there's a lot of people that do want to use it and they're very, very welcome. So if you push that out and don't be frightened about sending me an email and saying you want it. I love it. I, I sit there at this desk all the time and uh, I love sending this thing out. So that is it. Thank you very much for having me on. Well, with that, sir, thank you very much for being here. On, on behalf of Worshipful Brother Stephen Chung and myself, uh, thank you again for being here. And and uh, I'm sure we'll get your links to your projects and such in the uh, in the show notes. We'll we'll make David do that when he gets back from vacation. <laughs> and uh, yeah. and uh, I just want to cap off by saying I continue to be impressed with the material that comes out of the Grand Lodge of British Columbia in the Yukon. And uh, frankly, I'm a little jealous of, uh, of the, the high quality education and programs that, that come out of, uh, come out of, uh, out of your Grand Lodge there. It's uh, your group of Masons there. It's very impressive. So uh, with that, thank you all for being here. And we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Working Tools podcast. Goodbye. Mm -hmm.